0: What do you do when you know you've done your absolute best? When you've showed up in spades, you've positively nailed it, and then the haters come out. Well, if you're a podcast host, you talk about it on your show. Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And I gotta be honest with you here, I just threw out my outline for today's show before I got on the mic with all of you. You see, last week I did my best work. I can say that pretty confidently. I feel it in my bones. I know I delivered you a week of shows that really target the core issue that keeps so many people from living their big lives and taking chances on their big dreams. I talked to you about pushing through fear, feeling the fear, and doing it anyway, and I used my story as the example. And there's nothing like putting yourself out there to get the haters and trolls to show up in your inbox. And originally, when I was thinking about talking to all of you about this, I wanted to offer a way of modeling how do you handle this, because it's unavoidable and it's non-negotiable. If you put yourself out there, people are going to have opinions. You can't just choose to filter in the good opinions and the praise and the recognition. You are going to have to prepare yourself for the haters, the trolls, and the people who want to bring you down a notch or two after you've tried so hard to raise up. My original plan had been to read a hater letter and then to share with you my response to the hater letter That, in an effort to kind of model how do you respond to these things. But what I decided is the haters don't deserve the airtime. I did respond to one particular hater comment because it did seem to offer... An opportunity for discussion versus, you know, somebody who just wanted to be mean and bring me down. And I was going to share that letter with you. I've opted not to. First of all, because I, you know, the hater didn't write to me thinking that I would air that letter on the show. And as much as that letter was disrespectful to me, I don't need to play it both ways. But I do think you, the audience business owners, people who are putting yourself out there, people who are learning about relationship marketing, people who are being told over and over again to show up, share your story, be authentic. You do need to know how do you handle critical responses to what you do, particularly when it means the most to you. I can't think of two episodes that probably mean more to me than the ones I did for you last week talking to you about my journey, my own fear, and um, you know, my own story. Those Those episodes mean something to me, and I'm incredibly proud of them. So obviously, when people want to go after those episodes specifically, it's going to invoke a reaction in me. But I want to teach you about that reaction because my guess is you have something to learn from this story too. And if you don't just send on the hater email, I can handle it. Because here's the thing, when somebody has a reaction to something you say or do or something you don't say or you don't do, that reaction is entirely about them. Something weird happens when we become business owners where suddenly if we put out an email and someone unsubscribes from our list or we put out a social media post and somebody kind of craps on it or we put out a Facebook ad and people start making fun of whatever we're selling, we give those critiques, we give that criticism like time. We stop and we think about it and we ask ourselves, does this have a point? Is this valuable? Is this? true? Should I stop and do something? When in reality, so often when we are living our big lives and when we are daring greatly and we are just shooting for the moon, that threatens people. It makes people look at themselves, the choices they're making in their own lives, where they're showing up for themselves, where they're failing to show up for themselves. That reaction says way more about them than it does about you. But the thing that I really want to stress here, and the thing that's super important for me that you take this away from you from today's episode, is that if you don't do a gut check with how you feel about an episode with how or in a, not just an episode but a piece of content a blog post an ad anything any part of yourself that you have put out there the first person you want to know that you did right by is yourself now yesterday's podcast episode I recorded twice because the first one was total crap and I knew that I had gotten distracted halfway through I lost my train of thought I talked and Circles, So I just stopped it, trashed it and did it over because I knew in my gut it wasn't my best work. I knew I could do better. So I went and I did it. If you don't do a gut check with how you think you did on your products, your services, your advertising, your messaging, your customer service, fill in the blank, that's the first step you're missing. You can't rely on other people's opinions of you to determine the true story about yourself, your business, or the things you're offering. That's why people stop and think. If they don't tune into themselves, if they don't tune into their own thoughts and their own opinions and their own review of their work, then they're more susceptible to believing the overcritical, biting, hateful comments from other people. Now, I left that week feeling so good about the work I did. There was no hater that was even going to penetrate it. Also, too, the first 10 years of my career were spent in residential chill treatment with teenage adolescents who could show haters a thing or two on how to really cut to the bone with a word in a sentence because the haters in the email box have nothing on those teenagers. But here's the thing. I know the comments are going to get to you. I know that you don't have the training and the experience and the been there done that that i have i've been doing this for 20 some odd years people when you're trying to help them think better think differently and do things better they have a lot of opinions so i've gotten a lot of practice at the pushback most of the people listening to this show y'all are brand new You're doing this for the first time. You're creating personal brands that feel entirely about you. So when someone unsubscribes from your list, when somebody makes fun of the product you're trying to sell, when someone questions what you're doing or why you're doing it, I understand that it stings because it used to sting me too. I get it. But if you trust yourself and your own opinion, that is first. Then... I want you to think about your tribe, like the top five people you spend the most time with. What do they think about what you're doing? The opinions that matter. You have to decide whose opinion matters. Brene Brown has this fantastic quote, if you're not in the arena with me, I don't care what you think. And that is exactly how I feel. If you are not living your brave life, if you are not taking chances, if you are sitting sitting on the sideline. If you're watching other people play the damn game, I don't care what you think. If you're in it with me and you're getting dirty and you're getting stuck and you can't figure it out, let's have a conversation. Otherwise, I have no interest in your opinion. That's the way I move through the world. And that's the way I encourage all of you to start thinking about moving through the world. The other thing you're going to want to think about is which hater comments and which troll comments are going to get your energy. These aren't the first ones I've gotten. I did an episode like 20 30 episodes back I think on hating. It, it I get them every week as soon as you give your email address in every single episode of a podcast people always tell you what you think or what they think rather. That's fine. I put myself out there. You have to know that you're choosing to put yourself out there. And if you spend time thinking about how the haters are receiving your message, you're putting your energy on the wrong person. You want to start thinking about who you're actually talking to. The people who you are hoping will find your message, who need to hear your message, who will be brought up and bolstered by your message. Those are the people you're talking to. And if they hear you speak and they don't connect with what you're saying or they see what you're offering and it doesn't resonate with them, that's who you want to pay attention to. Sometimes you're going to want to write back to a hater like I did. And I did the other day. I explained my point of view. Um, you know, the person shared that they'd stop listening with the show. And I said, that's fine. But these are my two cents, you know, peace and carry on. And one of the things that I offered as a piece of feedback is helpful, I think, for all of you to understand where the haters come from. Because I think sometimes we wax poetic about it in the entrepreneurial space in particular. People will say, oh, I got my first hater comment and everybody whoop whoops and cheers or something because that's somehow a sign of arriving, um, which I also think is ridiculous, by the way. Um, but it is is—it is part of the business territory. It is going to come and you're going to have to decide where you land. And what I end up ultimately deciding for myself is if not saying something isn't going to work for me. I say something, but I don't say something and I don't respond in any kind of hope or attempt that the hater is going to change their mind because they're not. I say it because my voice and my truth in saying something matters to me. That's what I would start thinking about. The next thing sometimes I'll do when I'm replying to haters is I'm not thinking about the hater at all thinking about everybody else who's watching and listening. So if it happens on a public forum or it happens on my website or on one of my blog posts or something, and somebody has come after me publicly and a place where other people could see and hear, I will model my response to the hater for everybody else who's watching and listening, not for the hater, but so other people can listen and learn from that experience. Because when you start to question yourself, when you start to doubt yourself or change your story because of criticism, you're putting your energy in the wrong boat. If you're going to pay attention to criticism, it needs to come from the people who matter. And that might mean you're putting a survey out to your audience and their opinions matter. But if you're not doing that, if you're not explicitly asking for feedback, and people are coming out from nowhere, offering you really critical, thoughtless, mean, mocking, diminishing feedback, you're going to have to decide how much energy you have for it. But you have control over whether or not it changes your story about yourself. And that is the most damage I see that happens with entrepreneurs is people start thinking that maybe the hater has a point or maybe there's some validity in it or maybe there's some feedback in it. And I promise you that if somebody really had your best interest at heart, they would be professional and polite in their delivery of that feedback. Anybody who's just mean, cruel, thoughtless or insensitive, they don't have your best interest in mind they're showing you that by how they're delivering their comment. There's plenty of people who have given me feedback and criticism on my shows and said, "Hey, you did this or hey, you did that." You know, um and I've taken it and I've learned and I've gotten better at it. I got an email the other day cuz I like coughed on a recent episode and somebody told me, "You know, there's audio editing for that." And I just wrote back and I said, "I know there's audio editing for that, but I do a daily show, Monday through Friday. I am on this mic and it usually takes me about an hour a day. So no, I can't afford to take time for editing. I will go and do an episode over if I think the whole thing is crap. But I have faith in my audience that they can handle me coughing because if they were on a call with me, which is the environment I'm trying to create on this show, and I coughed, they wouldn't want their money back. And it's a free show, so you get what you pay for at the price of admission, right? But it's that idea that somebody gave me the feedback, let me know that I could improve the audio quality, and I offered an explanation back. It didn't feel like a hater comment, it felt like, first of all, somebody who was pitching their audio editing services, but it also felt like somebody who was maybe teaching me something that I didn't know. And you can have a response and you can let people know your thought process. A lot of the comments that I I got from people who were criticizing last week's show had had the thought that like what I shared had nothing to do with business and was I planning on deviating from the show because if they were, they'd like, if I was, they'd like to move on and I, you know, I basically wrote back, you don't get it. Um, This isn't about us all going through the exact same experience, the exact same thing at the exact same moment. This is a show about relating to the human experience particularly when it comes to business. But for me, the things that have come up in my personal life are far more scarier than anything I'm ever gonna encounter in business. So if I wanna connect with my listeners on fear, on what it means to be afraid, if I talk to them about being afraid of business, being afraid of putting myself out there, being afraid to sell, it's not gonna come across as genuine because that's not where my fear sits. My fear sat firmly in my personal life When I was worried about my marriage and losing my friends and being away from my family in a time of crisis. So that's what I related to because we can all relate to one another's feelings. And that's what I offered in way of explanation. You're going to have to deviate and decide this for yourself. You're going to have to decide who you give your energy to, who you don't give your energy to, who you offer an explanation to, and who you choose not to, because you cannot respond to everybody. Otherwise, that becomes your life, and that becomes your business, and everything backtracks and slides. But once you decide, you have to also decide... like when you respond and how you respond, does it get you closer to the version of you that you want to be? That's how I decided to handle the comments that came from last week's episodes. The woman I want to be and the life and business I want to have, what would her response be? And does this response get me closer to that version of myself or further away? In all honesty and in all transparency, that's why I scrapped the outline for today's show because I was going to read the letter and I was going to read the response and that was going to be ego driven because I wrote a really good response. It was filled with just the amount of sass and spunk that needs to sort of put a hater in their place. But then it was going to be about me and I want this episode to be about you about recognizing that you cannot let other people control the narrative of your business, of your story, of your brand. You own that. If you tell your audience what you want them to think and you have faith in their intelligence that they will do that, that's where the line of your control ends and theirs begins. I said repeatedly in last week's episodes, this is how you're going to have to make it an analogy for business. I said it over and over again. If people didn't get it, if people didn't care, if people thought I was too emotional, that's fine. I have 130 other episodes they can listen to, or there's thousands of other shows that they could choose to spend their time on. I can't control that. All I can control is making sure that the people who are listening to this show, the people who matter to me, get the message that I need them to hear. And what I needed them to hear last week is that I've been there. I've been in it. I've made the hard choices. I've sat through the fear and I've gotten to the other side of it. Cause so many people just talk about being on the other side or they oversimplify and under represent how scary it is and how vulnerable it is to be afraid. People like to skip that part and say, but oh, look at me now. I have my six figures in six months and it all worked out. And they don't want to talk about eating ramen noodles for months and months and months. My whole goal and my whole hope and my whole wish with this show is authenticity, to show you the path that I've been on, help you choose the path that you can go on. And obviously, I have not been in everybody's sets of of shoes but I was a therapist for over a decade and I never had a problem with substance abuse. I have not survived child abuse and neglect. I have not gone through the personal experiences of divorce. I have not done or had most of the experiences my clients have had but I've been able to help them regardless and I believe I can help you. If this type of mindset, if this type of ownership over identity and your life and your business is something that you need a little bit more of, if you're needing to be the boss of your business, if you're thinking like, oh my God, I don't know how Heather handled it. If I had put those episodes out and people had come after me, I don't know what I would have done. Then my guess is you need to fine tune the boss mindset a little bit. And I just want to put out a reminder to all of you listening that right now I'm running a 12-week course with um, Jess Lorimer, a sales and business uh, strategist and coach. At, she's based out of the UK. I'm here in the US. We're running a 12-week business building course where we're going to be looking at your business, the foundations for your business, what's working, what's not working, and what you need to do to plug those holes so that you can start making sales. Because everything I talk to you today about is the boss mindset. The boss doesn't have time for none sense. The boss has things to do. The boss has a program to launch. The boss has social media posts to do and articles to write and things to learn about regarding SEO. I don't have time for haters. You don't have time for haters, but they have a way of stopping us in our track when the mindset isn't right. So I just want you to get right with that. And everything else is cake, I promise. If you have any questions, you want my two cents on your problem, again, this course is going to be a really strong option for you to consider. But if you simply just need a quick Q&A, you always can find me over at Heather at com. There's that address again for the haters who want to find me. Reach out to me. I'll talk to you about the course. I'll, I'll answer your question on the next show. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Bye for now.